0: Good morning, good afternoon, good night. It's Shavi. If you know me, I'm happy you're here. If you don't, I converted a moving truck into a tiny home amidst the pandemic, gave up my place and hit the road. Starting in Vancouver, I drove to Miami and realized that there was too much adventure not to share. So to fill you in on my journey, the Play On Foundation presents the Two Degrees podcast. Why two degrees? Because I'm now a snowbird and escaping two degree weather. I built the truck wrong and the majority of the weight is on the passenger side so we're tilted at two degrees but also i'm going to catch up with industry professionals who i'm glad to call friends and bring you two degrees of separation away from them and what they do so welcome to the two degrees podcast brought to you by the play on foundation for neurological research and brain aneurysm detection and prevention To learn more about the Play On Foundation, check out www.letsplayon.org. But for now, enjoy the show. But first, a quick word. Do you like mangoes? (laughs) Of course you do. And if you don't, well, I'm sure there's a high chance you might know someone who does. Well, the Two Degrees Podcast is sponsored by Peeled Fruit. No, not just random fruit that's been peeled, but the children's book about a mother's love language of peeling mango for her baby. Available for delivery on bookbaby.com, bookshop.org, Barnes and Noble, Powell's, and Amazon, just to name a few of the retailers. It even ships worldwide. Check out at Peeled Fruit Book on Instagram. more information on how to get your copy of this heartwarming story peeled fruit illustrated by Rhoda domingo all right oh i need to do this how's it going everybody welcome to the two degrees podcast brought to you by the play on foundation today we have a wonderful guest he hails all the way from my hometown toronto canada Wait, which part of Toronto are you from? Are you a Scarborough man? Nope. Ah, all right. I'm in Brampton. I'll let you, I'll let it go. We're, yeah. we're, we're repping the same place. It's cool. But everybody, <laughs> um, you've seen him in a lot of works like The Coroner as well as Slasher, but most popularly known for, most recently, he is in the sequel. Or would you call it a spinoff, the spinoff of Ghost Book of Power, two? Everybody, Avell Adams Gray.
1: Yo yo yo! Thanks for having uh-huh. me, bro.
0: Yeah, no, thanks for coming out. Um, how you been? Where are you? Where in the world are you right now?
1: I'm in New York right now.
0: Okay. Actually, that's your that's home base now, right?
1: Yeah, basically oh. we're getting wrapped. Uh, we're getting uh, locked in I'm going to season three. Yeah. So. Uh, I came out here like we came out here. Keanu and I came out here early, mm-hmm. like about like like mid-November.
0: Mid-November and, uh, of two years ago.
1: I did, no, did, no, I mean, I, I mean, like for the, right now, like for okay. the holidays, have so in november and uh, we're gonna be, you know, we're gonna see what the world, the, what the things take us.
0: Nice, congratulations, man! Thank you so much, bro. How is how is so? Does this mean? Was this the first time to be like a a first time condo owner home home owner buyer or are you just renting for now? We're just
1: renting for now mm-hmm. we're just renting for now, um but it was definitely our first time living together yeah um yeah. that was like the big uh, big incentive um mm-hmm. like you know let's just like be here together,
0: yeah you know? and then. Are you choosing New York because that's where you're filming? Or is there another reason yeah. behind New York?
1: It's, it's it's primarily just because it's where we're filming.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. Otherwise, I'd probably be back in Toronto.
0: That's fair. So <laughs> what's, uh, what's the weather like? We drove past um, New York, I want to say, later later November? Yeah, later November, early December, We we drove past New York. And we would have stayed... If it wasn't already getting cold.
1: (laughs) Mm. When was this? Like just the other day?
0: Not just the other day. Uh, If I could put a date on it, I would say December 1st. Mm. Mm.
1: That's the other day, bro.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the other day. (laughs) Well, like in in our world now, everything is kind of dictated by what city we're in. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, so it's like even though you want to say the other day, the other day for us would would be like Louisiana, New Orleans was the other day for us. As opposed mm-hmm. to like picking picking dates and stuff. So mm-hmm. no, but because yeah, no, I, I definitely wanted to drive through. The plan was to drive down earlier, but then the truck broke down, and so we were stuck in Canada, just watching the cold come, and then by the time like. The truck was fixed, and we started making our way down south. New York was just, no, I wasn't. I don't trust, like, the water system that I've installed in this to deal with minus temperatures for a longer duration of time. That makes sense. Where are you you at now? Uh, We are currently in El Paso, Texas. Oh, man, hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I went for a run today. That was great. Anytime I can go for a run in shorts, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just the mountains over here—they're not—they're not towering like the Rockies are for, in Vancouver. But I don't know. There's just something, especially as a movie head, and I loved westerns growing up. Like there's just something very, yeah. This is where the westerns were. Right, <laughs> so right, I'm, right, right. I'm I'm enjoying this for now and then. Because I don't have any interviews lined up uh, for the next couple days, we're going to stay here for a couple days. And then check out Spider-Man tomorrow. Do some normal pretend-we're-on-land stuff. So we're going to see a movie premiere tomorrow. Hey, you excited for it? I am. I am. With that, though, I, like I know Ryan's huge with the comic book world. Brendan's big on it. Leighton's big on it. Where do you sit on Marvel versus DC?
1: I'm a DC guy, and I, are you I don't just, just saying this
0: because you were on the show?
1: <laughs> no, it's because I've always liked the. They naturally go to like a darker place, and when they, I feel like when DC tries to do the lighter thing, it doesn't go off as well because it's okay. just DC is naturally a darker comic book, naturally, like you know, what? and like. Yes, yo, you have the Batman. The Batman villains are all based off of deep psychological traumas, bro. Like that's deep. Like you know what I mean. Like you have. There's there's some great stuff in the Marvel world too, but like that's that's primarily with the X Men. The X Men is probably where it gets deepest, and they're not doing any X Men right now, you know. So you have have all these Daredevil.
0: Daredevil. Daredevil got pretty deep, and then you have like Daredevil. And now look, two seasons.
1: You know what I mean? Like, see how it doesn't work for them? Like, so mm-hmm. they go take they they gravitate to like the more kid friendly things, the more like, you know, mm-hmm. like when we were growing up, like the Toby Maguire Spider-Man was like, looked like he was like 25 years, 26, 27. Yeah. That was a grown man, yeah. <laughs> working at Daily Bugle and stuff. And now the Spider-Man is in high school. You know, so
0: that's how but he wasn't in, 10, in high school, in the comic books.
1: But he was 18 in comic books. He's, he's in tenth grade. He was seventeen. He's he's in tenth grade right now.
0: That's where he's supposed to be. That's where he was. He was on a school field trip when he got his powers.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I just feel like I I feel like when we like when we watched our stuff growing up, it was a little like it. You know, it was. It's, it's just a little different in that, like I feel like now I'm an adult, so the stuff mm-hmm. isn't service servicing me anymore, right? It's not for my demographic as much as it used to be. So now I'm just like, okay, well, I'm I'm excited for the new Batman, yeah. you know? I'm excited to see what they do because they always go like dark and crazy with it and stuff, and and they have so many so many avenues to follow and venture down. When, I'm still I still yet to see like
0: when does uh, the new that, Batman come out? It's Robert Pattinson, right?
1: I, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. I have no idea. But I'm excited for it. it I'm excited it for it. I've been effort? playing the last of us too.
0: Like, did you see the trailer? Yeah. Like, he's up against all of these bad guys with semi-automatic weapons, and he's just taking shots, bold, like mm-hmm. to the chest, just like like mm-hmm. he's Superman. But then in my mm-hmm. mind, I'm just watching it, and it's like does he think that bad guys won't shoot at his face? Because, <laughs> so it's like, I, I'm watching that and I'm like, I don't believe that as much as like, it's cool. Now I'm getting to the logistics of it where it's like, why are you so confident to get shot in the front and you're just going to take it? You're not even going to put your cape up like old Batman does. This guy's just, mm-hmm. taking it. <sighs>
1: Not I, I well. believe it a little bit more is that, like, the henchmen are scared. You know, that that's them shooting, like, not thinking. If it was, like, dead shot or, like, death stroke, then he would shoot directly for the face and not miss.
0: Oh, man. That's, like, now you're giving benefit of a doubt for, like, the bad guys. There's Definitely, bro. These henchmen are
1: always trapped. <laughs> They're always trapped. you are always scared, uh. bro. Like that. I would be, too. Like, as like, a six-foot-tall dude, six-foot-five-looking dude with a cowl and a cape on in the nighttime. like. Oh, man. You, you might think it's stupid, but then he's like, he's like rinsing your guys and breaking bones. And you're like, oh, wait, hold on.
0: <laughs> you're dumb. You're dumb. I hope you know this. Um, <laughs> so before I dive into this, I did something on the last episode and it was really fun where I pulled out my journal because my journal asks these questions. This one's a QA. and a And then what it does okay. is it, it asks, it's five years of questioning. I'm trying to open it to something that doesn't um, that doesn't give away my deepest darkest stuff. But like on this question here, it asks, um, "Do you make enough money?" And then on each year, you can like put in and look back at the same time, so there's a bit of a reflection on it. So I'm wrapping up on year two, and I just found it neat just to ask my guest. Which is you today? Today's journal entry question. And also gives you time to reflect on it as well. But moderation or excess? What are you into?
1: Moderation. Hmm. For sure. Yeah. I, I consistently say to my trainer and to Kiana, I'm like, I work out so that I can eat. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> you know, I, I love dessert and all stuff. So if I'm going to have moderation and balance, I need to make sure that, like, you know, I'm doing something to not earn it but like
0: you know so then because you're saying like using dessert as an example so then are you saying dessert is an excess so you work out so you can have that excess
1: I think dessert for me can become an an excess Mm. um and I start and there was a time where I was like I'm gonna cut out sugar completely um Mm -hmm. and and I and I and I That was terrible. I lasted maybe like half. How long did I last? Like half a year, like half a year. Um, and I was like, nah, I can't do this anymore. Like, it wasn't fun. And then I I discussed with my friends, and I was like, Mm. you know, just you don't have to necessarily cut it out, but you can have it in moderation. You know, have it as a treat. I was like, all right, so, you know, now the portion sizes are smaller, or like I won't have you know, pie and ice cream every day. I'll have it, like...
0: What? Just do it. Maybe every
1: other day. Maybe. every on the weekends or something like that. Like, sometimes I'll think about it. I'm like, okay, you know, Mm. like, have I I had... Have I eaten well? Have I gotten my greens and my, you know, all these nutrients and vitamins? So that way, if I get some sugar, it's not going to rinse me.
0: No, that's fair. And then, yeah. When was the last time you ate to the point of like you're gonna you know like when you drink too much and then the next day you're like oh I'm never gonna do it again when was the last time you ate to the point of oh I'm never gonna eat that much again bro like
1: (laughs) honestly I've been I've been getting better with my eating habits Mm. um because there's I was going through a period of time when like everything I would eat would feel like it was too much. Hmm. So I, when I was a kid, I used to eat like everything all the time. Like I would, Thanksgiving dinner, I would like eat and then like go back for seconds, you know, and go mm-hmm. back for thirds and just like, no. I'm trying to eat everything. Um, but now it's like one plate and I, and like, I'm maybe halfway done. I'm like, I'm getting full, but I need to finish this plate. Like ego mm-hmm. now. Uh, I would say probably like sometime around after Thanksgiving well, I was like, okay. okay, like I know for myself, like as soon as I, I was like, when I come home, I come back. I mean, when I come back to New York,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I can get back onto my patterns. Okay. Um, you know, the portion when I make myself food, I can portion it out better for myself. Yeah, when I, you know, um, and all that. So, uh, I say the last time I ate too much was probably like Thanksgiving. I was mad full of Thanksgiving. Like our Thanksgiving, <laughs> not American Thanksgiving. I was mad full. I had like so much food. And mm-hmm. then I had dessert. I had two pieces of pie. Like one, I had to have the pumpkin and I had to have the apple. So I was you gotta like, have,
0: you gotta have pumpkin. You know, that's 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 like I think I put Monique on that one too, where I made sure to buy Thanksgiving uh, a pumpkin pie just because mm. that's my thing. Like mm-hmm. as much as As much as I don't celebrate Thanksgiving, like I'm not gonna make a big deal out of it. I'm not gonna save that one day to make my list of gratitude and da 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 and focus on that just because of what Thanksgiving means to my indigenous friends. I'm just Mm -hmm. like, I I can't, but I will always indulge in some pumpkin pie just because it's pumpkin pie and stores don't choose not to carry it every other day of the year, except on Thanksgiving, so I definitely There's... indulge.
1: Yep. No, I feel that, 100%. And what I love about, I was actually in the States for uh, the American Thanksgiving and I got to have sweet potato pie. Ooh. And, you know, I was just like, yeah, yeah this is where I need to be. Like, <laughs> it's really just uh, the pies,
0: bro. It's the pies. <laughs> it's the pies, but at the same time, like I'll also opt for the it's another pie the mac pie <laughs> That's also, yep. was, yeah it's all it's all pie everything is in casserole dishes and yeah where were we for th- where were we for thanksgiving we were in no we were in um washington we were in washington dc for thanksgiving American, yeah and then we just because we got in late and everything was closed we just ended up having Chinese food for American Thanksgiving but made it a point to get pie as well on the way. So it was Chinese food and pumpkin pie. That's that's what real Thanksgiving is all about. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Mr. Adams Gray, I have and I, I wanted to ask this all day and just because it's it's essential for life, but even more so it's essential for actors and actors that are not even actors, but artists as well. But the topic of balance and how you stay balanced, where you don't let things get away from you, because you went it looked like you went straight from slasher to corner to power. Mm-hmm. How did you balance that out? Did you just like, what was, what was the routine? What was waking up and just knowing that it's work now and tomorrow and the next day, how did you balance that all out?
1: You know, I know it may seem like those were like back to back to back, but it definitely was a lot, a long period of time between all three, like at least like, you know, Mm -hmm. months between maybe a year. Um, I had a year where it was 2019, I think. Yeah, 2019. The majority of the year, I maybe worked once that year. And then right before the the year ended, I booked, I booked two ghosts. And um, I think, you know, God gives me the perfect amount of time to, like, balance and, you know, decompress and digest my former role before I go into the next one. Hmm. Um, yeah, I was able to like I, I had a lot of time, just you know, um, a lot of time to decompose and like I my my ba- my favorite thing to do is like decompress by like playing video games or like hanging out with Kiana, watching a movie or watching some shows, you know, and just like just like doing something that doesn't require you know, all it asks is to be all of us is to be open you know, and and to be present and to enjoy. Whereas like, you know, the work demands so much, much of us as artists, right? It demands us to be present, be open, to be engaged, to be there, to be like, you know, uh, you know, informed of to play, you know, to admit how you're feeling, all these kind of things. But like when you're watching a show, when you're playing games, you're just like also enjoying a narrative where you can just if it makes you cry, it makes you cry, but like you don't have to capture it on camera. <laughs>
0: you know what I mean so now do you have like a routine so when season one finished do you and let's say going back to um, corner when that wrapped do you have a routine like okay I'm gonna go to this city or I'm going to just focus on this for seven days and like go into my man cave and not come out. What's, what's your routine other than just breathing and, and, and slowing down when the cameras are off.
1: Um, I, th- I think the, r- the routine is definitely the man cave. I don't have a, an exact man cave yet, but I'm definitely trying to build that one day Yeah. Um, and have like, you know, and just have things that like I thoroughly enjoy and, you know, the music and the vibes and the games and the whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And. Uh, uh, th- that would be my routine, like if I come home, like especially after like shooting a, a day on, on Ghost, I'll come home like people, people won't often see me like the cast members would be like, yo, we went out like, where were you? I'm like, oh, I, went to ho- I went home. I don't know yeah. how you guys go out after work. Like, I got like we, we've been up since six o'clock in the morning. I'm trying to go home. Yes, yeah. I, like, I, I go <laughs> in the game. I play. Or I go to sleep, you know what I mean? Like, mm. um, there's nothing like set tired. Like, it's a different kind of tired. Like, there's a tired where you're working manual labor all day and like your body is tired mm. and you're like, oh no, nah, like I need to just kick up and like you know. But then there's a tired where like you got makeup on your eyes all day and so that just like weight way- is like weighing down your eyes and all of a sudden you take it off, you're like I can sleep immediately.
0: Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, there's no as, there's no
1: amount of like stimulus that will keep me awake at this point
0: yeah um, as soon as um for me it's the hot towel as soon as the hot towel hits my yo! face that's just knocked out.
1: <laughs> out like a baby like like you know it's yeah. um i definitely like you know um yeah i definitely think like um i also you know read my scripture and have that as well as a part of like the decompressor, I try to make sure that I read it before I go to bed, mm. because you know it's 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 a it's a nice thing to receive into your spirit before you go to sleep, mm. <laughs> and yeah. you don't want to be playing The Last of Us two and then trying to sleep right after that because that's not that's not it that's not it at all.
0: That's very, that's <laughs> I tried that nice. last
1: night; not a good idea.
0: So now with not, video games, because I, I was talking with Brendan. Um, <laughs> a couple weeks back and, and he has his his Twitch channel now. Mhm. Are you also into gaming that much where you're going to get into the Twitch world?
1: Yo bro, I might as well man. The way I be gaming out here, I might as well get paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, fair. Like I like I'm a completionist, so I'll be playing these games so I get 100% trophies, so I get all the things, so I do all the things. Like I got to take a long time to play these games, mm-hmm. but I'm like it might as well like bring somebody else in my journey. Yeah. And you know make money while doing it. Like I'm um, I like, I endeavored to finish The Last of Us 2, I'm almost done, and mm-hmm. then go back and play in grounded mode um, with permadeath on. Explain that
0: all to me. Like, what are, this is, the, well, this is new to me in terms of what all these terms are, video game <laughs> terms are. So you said you're going to finish the game, but then it's not done? It's done. Like, the story's done. But you can
1: play the game again and get, like, you know, find a way to get the collectibles you missed or like hmm. challenge yourself to play the game on extra 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 hard mode and then like hmm. also add permadeath so like for example there's three different options of permadeath in this game cuz this game is like very realistic like you have to like find supplies in the world to make your items and like people are like looking after you and 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 you know if you get shot you get shot like you know what i mean like it's all this like very hyper realistic type of gaming you know yeah. um and the problem is you could play it the normal way, which is like a regular video game where you get shot a bunch of times and like then you may, you might die. Or mm. there's the grounded mode where supplies are extremely scarce and then you can add permadeath onto that, which is like the first option is that you can, you die, if you die three three lives, if you die three times, then you have to start the level all over again. Mm. There's you die once and you get to start the level over again and then there's the third one which is what i'm gonna do which is you die that's it what do you you mean that's it like you if you die in the game no matter where you are in the game no matter how many times you saved you're going back to the beginning of the game why would you do that (laughs) I know, especially how hard... The game is freaking hard. I'm playing it on hard mode, and it's just, I've died so many times, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this on grounded. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do
0: this. Is, are and you playing like, against computer, or are you playing against other people? The computer. Hmm. The computer's crazy. Very aggressive. Yeah. Everything's shaky, bro.
1: I don't know, like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do it, actually. It's going to stress me to
0: hell. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I I think that, that sounds fun, then. If it's, like, you're going to get into it and... and do a twitch version of it where it's like that'd be interesting to see how many times you die and then your reaction each time you die (laughs) now here we are
1: it's week 15 i'm still trying to play this game from the beginning i keep
0: dying at this one part Damn, (laughs) that's intense but at the same time that's 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 what do you call it um that's content for you right there yeah
1: for real man
0: i'm like i don't see anybody else doing this yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. That makes sense. So then <laughs> at the rate you're going with being able to die and then just respawn, how long would that take you to finish?
1: I've played I've beaten the game. Like the game, I think I believe, I feel like I'm close to the end. Hmm. So or at least like somewhere near the end, like probably like probably like four hours left. I would say it huh. seems like it. I don't know where the story's going. I don't know four hours left. You know, so but how many hours did you already put in like 40?
0: Interesting.
1: But that's because like I like I'll pause the game and put put, put my controller down and go do something else. You know, I just leave the game on all the time. Hmm. I know it's bad. <laughs> I know it's bad, but like it's sometimes you do it out of habit. Sometimes it's like out of, you know, I, I wanted to go make some cereal real quick. And then I got caught up making the cereal and then I had to go do something else. And then lo and yeah. behold, it's been an hour. And your game's been on pause for an hour, you know. Yeah. What's the longest you've played continuously? That's a good question. Uh, I feel like I've played all day one time, like, or if not all day, because I was, I was, I was just playing Final Fantasy VII the remake. Damn. And I feel like I jumped on that game and played that game all day, like, mm. no, no, like from, from I will get on it from the morning, yeah, and then like it would be like evening and I'm nighttime. And then I'm still, you know, I remember,
0: I remember back in the day, like that was me. I would just, if it wasn't a school day, I'm just going to get my snacks, get my, my pop, put it all in front of me and just play. And it was in the basement too. So like, I wouldn't see, I wouldn't feel the day go by. I'd only realize the day has gone by after it's like, okay, I got to use the bathroom. Let me pause real quick, go upstairs, and then I'll just see it's dark outside. It's like, oh, yep, okay, yeah, yep. That's why I, that's why I don't want to get back into video games because I feel like that's going to be the the rabbit hole that I'm going to go down. But
1: you know what? Like, the way games are going these days, they're like making them really good and they're making mm-hmm. them really quality. And like every game that comes out is like the next masterpiece, whatever, blah blah blah. blah. But I feel like the older, I, like I'm getting older, and I'm just like mm-hmm. I might put these games down, like I might. I might put these games down. I don't know. Like
0: see if I see if what happens if I focus my energy somewhere else.
1: <laughs>
0: you know what now I mean? with focusing your energy somewhere else, with BDB, you have writers, you have directors, all of you guys are <clears throat> all of you guys are actors. Where do you see your non-actor self? Or are you just gonna be straight actor for it?
1: I'm definitely um, entering into the world of writing and directing. Um, That's something I want to do. And this is funny. You asked me two years ago, I would have said, hell no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I definitely want to get into directing. I feel like um, I love acting. I love being in front of the camera and being able to tell stories that way. And Mm -hmm. I think that me, me also getting a hand in directing would help me understand the acting process even deeper. Nice. Same yeah. with right? understanding structure, understanding, um, you know, what makes more sense for the story. How to how to tell a full narrative. You know, mm-hmm. like Mahershala Ali was saying that, like the movie has, he's, that he has coming out soon. Um, he was saying that this is his first lead, right? And he's such a seasoned veteran and such a talented artist. Wait, and the what? Movie, he has a movie coming out. What's the name of the movie, bro? It's on Apple TV. But what do you mean it's his first lead? It's his first lead. Like technically, he's leading the film. The film is about his character, and he make he makes a clone of himself, and it's his first lead. He doesn't consider like he considers like him doing Green Book like a uh, co-lead. So Swan that one Song.
0: That was the vegan. film is
1: called Swan.
0: So, but then for Green Book, <clears throat> he felt he was. Supporting in
1: that, I don't want to put I don't want to put words in his mouth at all. But he yeah. did win the o- Oscar for supporting. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's um, interesting.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of it too now. Where it's like, yeah, he doesn't really have. But then you have True Detectives, but that would not be considered a show then. It would, yeah, show. I think I think mainly like you know film,
1: mm. <laughs> and mm. and even. True detective, I mean he was amazing in true detective too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um I love that. I love that one. That was a very interesting, like third season. Mm-hmm. Um and very beautiful. But um uh I say all that to say that like it's a surprise where like even at Marshal Ali's level in his career, he still has so much to learn and he still has these challenges to overcome and yeah. to take on, right? And to um and to embody and, and you know he's—I'm sure that he's used this whole time with him, you know, showing up in a film and 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 slapping that role and going about his business. He's used all that time to learn and absorb, mm. you know, and and now it shows because now yeah. he's shining in Swan Song.
0: Yeah. Now. And we'll be right back after this short message. But in the meantime, don't forget to connect with us on our Instagram at playon2013, and tell us what you think about the show. Do you like mangoes? (laughs) Of course you do. And if you don't, well, I'm sure there's a high chance you might know someone who does. Well, the Two Degrees podcast is sponsored by Peeled Fruit. No, not just random fruit that's been peeled, but the children's book about a mother's love language of peeling mango for her baby. Available for delivery on bookbaby.com, bookshop.org, Barnes & Noble, Powell's, and Amazon, just to name a few of the retailers. It even ships worldwide. Check out at Book on Instagram for more information on how to get your copy of this heartwarming story. Peeled Fruit. Illustrated by Rhoda Domingo. Now, back to the show. For me, I like movies because it's it's a lot shorter time period from getting from the beginning to the end. Whereas mm-hmm. if it's a show you kind of have to sit through and just not necessarily tough it out, but you're because you're being entertained through it all. But like there's just so much more time you need to invest into it. when mm-hmm. I'm eager to just get on to the next story. <laughs> For sure. No, I, I totally feel that, bro.
1: Yeah. I totally
0: It's like especially
1: like if you're watching a show that like maybe it's a limited series or it's like you know it's going for 10 episodes but like each episode's an hour long. Mm. So there you go you're not know, putting <clears> in <throat> 10 hours, you know 10 hours into a narrative and like we don't we don't like really think about the time we're putting into that. Yeah. But it but if I were to tell you that I played video games for 10 hours straight. <laughs> You know what I mean? You're
0: like, oh, what? Yeah, yeah how do yeah. You, you binge you know, watch a show? For that's the thing, though. For me, I just do it. Like, if I see a show comes out and I know that I'm going to like it, I don't want to separate it. Like, I know people who will watch an episode a day. I know people who will just watch two episodes a day. I know people who will watch half an episode a day. And I'm like, what? Don't you, what is the plan? all the information's there? What don't you just want to watch it all and just get it over <laughs> with? So, like for me, when it comes to binging, that's that's like where my head's at. Where it's this is essentially a ten-hour-long movie. I'm yeah. going to watch it all. So, oh man, I got that
1: ADD in me, man. I don't have that attention span like you do.
0: Mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's fair. That's
0: fair. Ugh. I'm gonna be building to that kind of discipline, though. Fair. So I want to talk to you about Drew. Yeah, man. Let's talk. Just because I'm living in this truck and all my data is going to now this podcast as well as every now and then if I'm going to see uh, if Netflix drops a new movie that I want to see and we're in the middle of nowhere and there's no Wi-Fi, then I'll drop some data on that. Mm-hmm. But. I wanna, I wanna hear it in terms of how you, how you developed as an actor throughout season one. So from when you booked it to when they wrapped to the announcing of season two, tell me about that journey.
1: When I booked it, I, I, uh, I went on as a young kid from Toronto <laughs> on an American show based in New York having to embody peace piece of New York. Mm. And so I was terrified. I was unsure. I was like, do I even belong here? There were two other Canadians on the show at the time and it didn't work out. Um, all I know is that, like, we showed up for episode four and it was two different, two different actors playing those roles. And I was like, oh, damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> and so it, made, it got put me in my head because I was like, what if it's just the Canadian people who can't, you know, that something's not right with them? And I was like, "Oh, mm. well, is that gonna be me too?" You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and then we went out, went out to this like I think it was a power finale party, and Courtney, I would said went up to her, and she's like, "You're an inc- you're a really good fucking actor." Wow. And I was like, "And that's a showrunner saying that to me." I was like, oh, "Okay, oh okay, I'm good." <laughs> but my problem is, I'm. Like I have to fight this all the time. Where like, and, and I've discussed this with Kiana before too. Like I have I fight complacency a lot, mm. and I and even when I was in my acting class and like I, I would get a, a quote unquote good note or like a note that makes you feel good about yourself, makes your ego feel good. Mm. I would stop working. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I and then so when she said that to me, I was like, oh no, I don't even want to hear that because I don't want to stop working, right? Mm. And then, so maybe that's a good, a good, a good thing because it kept me working, but at the same time, it's, impo- it's also important to receive when someone gives you a compliment yeah. um, and breathe that in. And I think I did breathe it in that day, but I think fear just set in afterwards where I was like, oh, no, whatever, like now I have to keep her impressed. Or now if she's not crying to a scene I did, then I'm not doing good work. You know what I mean? Whatever happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a. It was an interesting journey. When we finished uh, season one, I felt really good, felt really strong. When they announced season two and we started going back to season two, I stepped into a different level of confidence in myself. Because then I was like, okay, there's familiarity here now. I'm a little bit more comfortable. Um, my, my character story matters. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, now I get to, like, actually, like, use my voice. And so now, even as I'm watching... My um my work back, I'm um, I'm noticing more opinion. I'm noticing more, just a more like groundedness in Drew. You know, mm. a more like sat in, nice. and I think I think it's gonna be even deeper for season three. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, but um, but I think like overall growing as an actor, I've grown in my confidence. Um, and that. I, it's okay to have ideas. And and sometimes you don't got to ask permission for those ideas. You can just do the idea, do the thing. If it don't work, it don't work. But it's like not being afraid to fail. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the scariest place to be as an artist sometimes. But it's also the most fulfilling because like you just do something. Yeah. Just do something. Make a choice, right? Just go do something. Have fun with it. Whatever the impulse is, whatever. And then the director goes, oh, no, nah, I don't do that. And mm. then, <laughs> as people, right, we're like, <laughs> "That's the worst thing you want to hear, right? It's the scariest. Your ego jumps up, your heart's pounding. Oh no! I ruined the whole production. I'm wasting time. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? Yeah, freaking out. But it's just a collaboration. Yeah, right. Yeah. just the director like communicating to you in a very clear, concise way. Like we can find another choice, right? Mm. And let's like work together on to how to like how to navigate that. So yeah, you know, going into season three and going and even going in season two, I was a lot
0: more comfortable with that too. Mm. You brought up a, a interesting um, fear that a lot of actors consider, too, where it's like the concept of wasting money on a shot. And it's mm. like my – the way I deal with that is I, I remember that Keanu Reeves clip in The Matrix, the blooper. I don't know if you've mm. seen that. Where it's it's where he's up against the pillar, has the guns, and he has to run out to the side after like when everybody else is reloading. So you have all the squibs going off and you hear explosions happening. And then you hear the director yell, run. Kanda tries to get up and turn and he just slips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like they did another take. Yeah. So when it comes to thinking where it's like, oh man, I'm fucking up my lines or oh, I shouldn't have tried that crazy choice. I just think back to that video. I'm like, we can do it again. It's okay. Yeah. We're not wasting that much money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, man. So learning
1: that a, a note for for another actor or a compliment for another actor does not mean that it takes away from anything from your work mm. or my work, you know? And yeah. Um, yeah. It's give annoying. Me, though. Give, me, give me an example. Like if some like like if we're doing a scene together or or if if I'm in a scene or I'm watching a scene and we done and the director goes, Oh man, that was fantastic. So amazing. Da 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 all these kind of things. And then now it's my scene, my turn to go up and do a scene, whatever, da da. And I don't get none of that. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the ego jumps up, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, um, it's it's kind of it's like a, it's like a, a micro version of like this other person's success does not mean my failure hmm. um, I get that but sometimes it can feel like that where it's like you go to a, you're going to work on a thing and if you're not getting that reaction or you're not getting that attention you're not getting that love you're like oh I must be shit then hmm. you know and I think that's just, that's, that's just the ego jumping up, you know? I've, really I've
0: learned, I've learned to take moving on as a compliment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, when they, when they, they'll give praise to another actor and then turn around and it's on you. And then after they do it, and it's like, all right, moving on. Like, for <laughs> me, that's, that's relief. That's like, okay, cool. I, I think I, I did whatever they needed me to do and yeah. I agree. Let's yeah.
1: move on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh, man. Now, I always get always feel weird when, when a director asks me if I'm good with that take. Hmm. I'm like, are you good with the take? Like, asking me. Like, do we get what you needed? Like, are you going to be able to cut and everything around it? What do you want to do? You want to do something different? Like, I feel good about it. Have you... Like, do you watch playback? Are you one to watch playback? I,
0: hmm.
1: uh, I think the only time, the only instance where I watched playback this season was... When we did, we're doing some fight scenes. I was mm-hmm. able to watch them playback because it was just playing, and on the, one of the monitors, And I was like, "We got to see the fight." So it was nice because I got to see like what my body was doing, how it was coming off, how it was translating and stuff. Because sometimes I don't know if you ever feel like this, but sometimes like you're, you feel like you're doing something, and then you look at it, and you're like, "Oh my body, why does my body look like that? Like, <laughs> yeah. why am I doing the? Why am I, why am I throwing a punch like that? Why, am I, why is my?" my arm down or my shoulder up or whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. So it's nice to watch that back and be like, okay, it translates well. Blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of like like primarily like dramatic scenes, I don't watch a lot of playback. Mostly because like between takes, we either go back to our like holding area and just chill and, and talk and, and vibe. Or um we stay back to just do it again and lock in, you know? So like, yeah, it's not really like a, a go back to director thing. Be like, yo, how was that? Let me see it. Let me see it.
0: So what would you say then would, what insecurities come up when a director says, are you okay with that take? Like what goes through your head?
1: Mm. I think you're asking me to make a decision when I've already made a decision. Mm. And it's like with my dad, when I was a kid, my dad used to always act, like, make me do my multiplication tables. And he would always ask me at the end, like he would always test me. Like, did you do a timetable today? And i was, like, yeah. He's like, all right, what's six times seven? And I got to be like, like I got to be quick with it. Like not, it wasn't mm. like, no, um, um, um. Yeah. If I went um too much, too long, he's like, go back and learn it again. You don't know it. You know? Yeah. yeah. Then he would just to make it even deeper and twist the knife a little bit, if I did get it quick, right? Six times seven, boom. You know, and I'm um, and I'm like, and then um, I give him the answer, and he goes, "Are you sure?"
0: <laughs>
1: Damn, that that are you sure? Now, because I'm older, I'm like, I don't know, I don't mm. know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think mm. you know, I'm about to, I'm about to be thirty, God willing, in a couple months, and. I think like stepping into that new era, a new decade, I guess, for myself is going to be like locking in on surety for myself, you Mm. know, walking in faith and locking in on surety. So when I make a decision or when a decision is being made, that I can actually be like, yes, you know, and, and be firm and solid in that. And not from a place of desperation or of like, we don't have no time, but just from a place of like, yes, I'm sure, Mm. you know, um, Because that jumps up for me a lot. It's like indecision and and I feel like the work for me is like when I do, you know, make a decision, right? Make a choice as an actor in a scene, right? And and speak and do this scene or whatever and do these lines and blah, blah, blah. And then to be asked, am I good with that? Is like to be asked, are are you sure? Yeah. And so sometimes are you sure can, can sound like, are you sure you want to do that? Hmm. Or are you sure you want to leave us with that? Yeah. I got one where... (laughs) I got one where the director said, okay, we can work with that. (laughs) And I was like, good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) That That was a spiritual challenge for me. I was like, I need to go and just not read into this, not, you know, mm-hmm. dig behind the meaning, behind the meaning, just saying, like, we can work with that because we got something good, you know? Like, yeah. take it as a positive, not like, oh, man, whatever he gave us is trash, but we can cut around it. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it's mm. it's Now, it's, did, it's you, did you end up watching the, that scene? And then... Not really, no. Um, okay. I didn't watch, I didn't watch that footage back. Um, we were told we didn't have access to playback. No, but um, then,
0: like, Oh, so it hasn't come out yet? No, no, no. It hasn't come yet. out yet. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to when you watch it, like, give me a shout and just let me know if they're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I get what they were saying on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> for sure, bro. For oh. sure. Um, that should be like a, we should figure out, just write down all these ideas. These, these what would you call them? Like, backhanded compliments on set? type thing and just um, like I don't know if they're back
1: I don't know if they're backhanded compliments but this are mm. if our fear and anxiety as actors yeah you know takes the better of us. Where we want a direct we, we interpret something completely different. And that's but I think that's because we're also taking our the our, our Hollywood navigation into onto set it doesn't belong there. Yeah. Right. For example like you you're told to navigate certain like places for um networking and all that kind of stuff you're told mm-hmm. to like take everything you hear with a grain of salt they're probably drunk you know yeah. you're not you're probably not going to make make a business deal with this this person at a tiff celebration party you know what yeah. i mean like all those things so yeah. you take everything with a grain of salt you, you read into everything or you don't take everything as seriously And so then when you get to when you get to work that doesn't apply anymore but mm-hmm. i mean maybe it, I mean, maybe it could apply depending on the environment but you know every person has to give you what they give you and you have to read every person as an individual. Say that that one more time. Every person has to be able to give you what they give you. Every person has to be able to give you what they give you. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is we have to give people the opportunity to show us who they are before Hmm. we group them into a group of people just based on, you know, their reputation or what we've heard or what, you know, who they associate themselves with or whatever have you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, this director could very much well have meant, like, oh, yeah, I like that a lot. And just was like, yeah, we can work with that. Like, that was his way of, like, vibing with me, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I owe it to him to take it as such. Yeah. You know what I mean? Give, give people the, you know, that, the positive response and the positive, just this like this director and people in general have given me no reason to think any malicious thought of them and that they're looking at me in a malicious way so why Mm -hmm. would i take that information as malicious so i know that that when i receive it like that it's probably just me (laughs) you know it's probably just me my ego my insecurities jumping up all over my chest Mm -hmm. you know and uh and uh making me feel like you know I'm not doing enough work and, da, 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 and all those kind of things, even though you spent like 80 years running the lines and running the script and yeah, you figured out this backstory and this backstory, and you know exactly where your parents are, where they're from, how old they were when they passed all these things. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't get my, um, what? why did, why does he uh, have a, twi- a nervous twitch in his foot?
0: See, <laughs> mm. I didn't do where enough did, work. Where did that come from?
1: Where did oh. that come from?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like it's, 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 it's funny having to develop that kind of, what's the word, neurosis when it comes to needing to break down and flush out our characters when we first start acting. And then to just see it all come together when we're on a project and I don't know if this is going to come out the way i want it to sound because we're still putting in residual work but it feels like and it looks like from the outside from other people looking in like it looks like we're putting in less work than we used to Hmm. does that does that make make any sense or does that resonate in any capacity because it's like like for example um monique is helping me with like auditions and stuff on the road and then i annotate my scripts Mm -hmm. whereas back in the day those annotations would equal dialogue and extra words and like the page would be there would be more notes on a page than the dialogue itself right whereas (laughs) now i'll just put like one line and that in my mind equates to all of the words that I would have put on. So it's it's I like think, I, I think um
1: I think that's just comes with mastery.
0: Hmm.
1: Ease comes with mastery. Yeah. And you know now that like, okay, this means this for me. And also I think that like the human experience is universal, right? matter what you are no matter where you come from like there's obviously nuanced experience for sure but pain is pain we all feel pain we all feel joy we all feel sorrow and you know um i think that like you get to a point where and i'm not saying that you know this character already but it becomes quicker and easier to digest this character to absorb this Mm -hmm. character and to become a vessel for this character so you no longer feel the need to um write down all the things you're thinking because you're already thinking them yeah and i think that when we still when our body is naturally not doing something anymore and we fight ourselves to then do that thing i think that's from a place of fear Mm. you know yeah it whether it be like from a place of like oh well i'm not i'm not if i don't do this much work i'm not gonna get I'm only going to put in, like, I'm only putting in as much I'm going to get out of it, right? So if I don't write down every single word to every single thing, then if I don't get this role, it's my own fault. Where it really is, like, no, you're putting ease and mastery into yourself, and this character passes through you. And, you know, that's our favorite actors operate from a place of ease. Mm. Our favorite actors operate. That's why when you watch, like, you name it, Denzel, Meryl Streep, you know, whoever. Their voices are relaxed. Their bodies are relaxed. They're almost rubbery in the way they move, right? Yeah. There's relaxation in them, and there's 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 uh, there's there's for 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 the most part a lack of pushing, um, and just trying to treat themselves with ease and also bring ease to the work.
0: Yeah, yeah. Who is uh who is the first actor you just said?
1: I said, I said Denzel.
0: Den, Denzel, Denzel, does he have a Denzel Washington. Washington. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, <heard>
1: that. <laughs> I haven't heard that guy. It's so Denzel. funny, you,
0: it's so funny you said that because I was telling my
1: friend the other day, I'm like, you can't say like, because we were talking about another artist and they, they only go by like one name and I was like, I don't know who you're talking about when you say this name. Yeah. But like, you don't call Denzel Denzel, you call him Denzel Washington. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there I go, just doing exactly that.
0: Yeah. No, but it, it's it's, <laughs> But we, there's no other Denzel. So it's like. I mean, there's, a, there's, there's a
1: couple of things. There's a Denzel, This Denzel Whitaker, who is, um, hmm. who's, a, who's a younger artist, who is yeah, yeah. You know, a really talented artist and stuff. Um,
0: but then in, in but regards like, to film, I think pe- people have earned that degree of. You've been in it this long, you don't need the last name anymore like I think there's there's a point where it's either that happens or your name just becomes so household as a first and last name that it just flows all together where first name that pops in my head is like George Clooney or Brad Pitt you need both names Mm -hmm. but then like for Denzel with the amount of work that he's put in and at the time too having being the only Denzel on the scene, I think, garnered him being able to talk film. And then somebody just dropped Denzel, and everybody would be like, "Yeah, oh, that guy, I know that." Yeah,
1: I think you're right. I think it goes the same goes for Meryl. There's
0: only one Meryl. Yeah. It just, <laughs> no, but it, for most- but for but for her, I think like there's just a grace that comes with her name, where it's like <laughs> when you add the last name, it just makes Meryl seem more elegant in a sense. That's my opinion. Because I'll always say Meryl Streep, even though I don't need to say Meryl Streep and I could just say Meryl. But Meryl Streep for me. <laughs> what about Viola Davis?
1: You say Viola Davis or you say Viola? I like Viola Davis.
0: Mm-hmm. But then it's mm-hmm. like I can't because I've speaking about Viola before, but then I wouldn't just say Viola. I'd always say Viola right. Davis. Thanks. Right. Right. And you know what? It's it's the arrogance of me. Acting like
1: I know these people. You're <laughs> <laughs> addressing them my first name, like I'm best friends with these
0: people. I think I think <laughs> that means um you've you've reduced your amount of degrees of separation. I think that's what it is. Yeah, for sure, man. Like you're was- you're now two degrees away from Denzel as opposed to three years ago, you would have used his whole name in his entirety and yeah. probably even called him Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Washington. Miss, Mr. Washington. Um, <laughs> before we go, I have one more question too that I, that I was curious about in regards to the show. Did it feel like you were coming onto a new show or did it feel like you were coming onto a show that's already been established?
1: You know, it's weird as it is to say, it kind of felt like both hmm. because everybody, for the most part, was new. Right. The only yeah. people that continue were like uh, Tariq, uh, Naturi, so Michael Rainey, Naturi um, and and Tommy and just a handful of people that like made it from and like, you know, uh, Cooper Sachs. Yeah. Um, but uh, a few people that made it over. So like. Going in, you're going in with a bunch of new people, mm. you know, what I mean, everybody's new. So you're like, oh, okay. There's like, yeah, there's been relationships and friendships that have already been established, but at the same time, you feel like you can be a part of that. Hmm. You know? Whereas gotcha. like
0: if I was going on to season five of the show,
1: yeah, I'd be like <laughs> Yeah.
0: Cause like that's that's the reason why I ask is like I've I've joined shows where it's it's a different vibe where you have to come in at a Higher degree of professionalism when you're coming on to a show, I find, uh-huh. because you kind of have to show the rest of the cast that you weren't a mistake. I don't know if this you is know? my insecurities coming out now, or if other actors feel this. But like when you come onto a new show, there's that opportunity to build rapport through friendliness versus professionalism. And then man. that's something that goes further on where in like the 10th season, you can look back on and laugh about because you were friends. You weren't just colleagues, work, work colleagues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, for sure, man. No, that's really cool, man. Super proud of you. Like that's, that's, it's just, it's so funny. Like, especially this book, how it just puts everything into perspective through time where, yeah, so much can happen in a year and mm-hmm. s- even so much more can happen in two years. And it's like, we just think it's another year where in reality, it's an exponential growth. So seeing all of you guys seeing uh, my own journey as well, like it's, it's just fascinating to think where I was last year compared to now and then compared to the year before so it's, it's just constantly growing mm-hmm. um but other than that one last question are you gonna yeah. make your way back to the stage anytime soon because you're you got that covered as well
1: your stage um guy. god willing man like after we wrap this third season i would love to do a play hmm. i would love to play i actually got asked to audition for this play that's, doing, that's being done at Soul Pepper and I had to right. decline it because it's, it's, uh. it's conflicting with the shoot dates and I was like it's exactly what I want though yeah. like ideally I'd want to do a season of the show and then in between work on something substantial like hmm. like a play for like a month and some change or two months or three months and uh, or a film you know what I mean in yeah. between and God willing I lead that film Even better But um, Again Hershel Ali Is such a great experience uh, yeah. a, a Inspiration Because I did not know That <laughs> Swan Song Is considered his first First lead So like For me that Takes a little bit Of pressure off But also just like It's so inspiring Because mm. To see his excitement About it And to see like His humility in that Was yeah. like yeah, Yes
0: That's fair mm-hmm. wow. Yeah,
1: I, yeah and I'm, I'm getting at my team here
0: in New York. So I'm like, put me on Broadway. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so dope. That'd be really cool. Now, so exciting. just in regards to the work, um, I know there's no comparing um, stage to screen, but in regards to the physical work, um, would you, let's say you're going from season three, you have a gap. And then into another season, God willing, like, would you – do you need time to rest or would you go into a stage play if it fell into that pocket? I would certainly – the way I feel right now, I would certainly go
1: into a straight stage play right afterwards. And if we Uh go back into a – God willing, we go back to season four, then I'll be, like, charged up for it, you know? Yeah. Um, I've had enough – Especially with COVID and stuff and all the shutdowns, I've had enough time to sit down and like yeah. hang out, so and, and relax and rest and all that kind of shit stuff, you know. Like That's so me you now, I'm just like, I'm ready to work, you know, I'm ready yeah. to work and and take my spot,
0: so yeah. to speak. Fair, take it, man. Bro, you're there. You're you're doing it, you're taking it by <laughs> storm, and it's so it's so fucking fantastic to see. And yeah, so I just want to say. You're you're an inspiration and you're keeping it going. So thank you for that. You're always so
1: like such a peaceful presence. And I really appreciate that, man. You're so genuine Me? and so kind. Yes. And and so and um and just you're yeah. I, I appreciate that, bro. Like the joy in your spirit shines through a lot. Damn. Wow.
0: Thank you for that. You can't see me but <laughs> <laughs> I can't see you but you're crying, right? Is that it? You're, you got, you got tears <laughs> out. Oh, appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. And yeah, like we'll see how how long these adventures on the road last and how long this podcast is going to last, but let's let's bring you back sometime. Let's let's Definitely. see if anything comes up. But uh my okay. guy. Yeah, no, always, especially like oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's fucking scary being in the middle of nowhere sometimes and just like, okay, we're going to pull over and sleep. (laughs) (laughs) but, But let's close this out. Everybody that's listening, we have LaValle Adams gray, and this is the two degrees podcast brought to you by the play on foundation. Thank you all for tuning in. And I guess one thing that I haven't been doing for the last few episodes, when I close it out is telling people to subscribe so, hey, subscribe. I guess that's a thing. That's something that I have to say now. But uh, <laughs> once again, Lavelle, thank you so much for coming on and wishing you and the wifey all the best in the world. And have a happy holiday.
1: Thank you. You as well, man. And to your queen, the same thing.
0: I'll pass that on. She actually has a earbud in, so she she heard that. Oh, <laughs> she all right, says all right. heart to you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank y'all for tuning in. Artwork by Monique Lizardo. Music by Kate Cole. If you enjoy the podcast, please like, subscribe, share, tag us, whatever all the fun things people do when they like something. But most importantly, check out www.letsplayon.org for the Play On Foundation and lend your voice in bringing awareness to the neurological research for brain aneurysm detection and prevention. My name's Javi. See you next time on the Two Degrees Podcast.